September 16, 2007, approximately 12.08 p.m., in an upmarket, secure section of the occupied Iraqi capital. It was a steaming hot day, and the temperature was climbing to over 100 degrees. Hatham al-Rubai was a young medical student following in the footsteps of his illustrious parents, his mother an allergist and his father a famous pathologist. The family could have fled Iraq at any point following the Allied invasion, but they chose to remain and help their countrymen to try and rebuild their war-ravaged nation. Hatham was hungry already, despite the early hour, because his family was fasting in observance of the Muslim holy month of Ramadan. They were fighting their way through the traffic on the way to their respective jobs, sharing the same vehicle to save money. Pull in here. I will walk the rest of the way. This traffic is getting worse every day. Hotham's father pointed to a gap in the traffic, and his son followed his direction by sliding the rusty white opal into a space next to the curb. A cacophony of honking horns objected to the maneuver, and Hatham answered them with his middle finger raised. Hatham, that is so rude. I did not send you to medical school to learn how to be an uncouth yob. His mother scolded him playfully and slapped the back of his head gently. Don't forget to pick up your sister's university application forms. I promise to fill them in with her later on. His father turned and kissed his wife goodbye, then kissed his son on the cheek. He yanked open the car door and scrambled out of the old vehicle into the searing heat. Another horn blared loudly, urging Hatham to move on. Hatham watched his father struggling out of the passenger seat, preparing to walk away into the crowd, never once thinking that he would never see him in this world again. I will be glad when things get back to normal and we can use the BMW to get to work. This car is so embarrassing. His father slapped the roof and turned into the throng. Gone. The family had parked their much newer German coupe in a lockup garage for safety reasons. Anyone driving a prestige motor car was likely to become the victim of kidnap by militant extremists, even if they were Iraqi. Anyone in a government post or in a position of responsibility was fair game for the numerous religious militias that were terrorizing the occupying forces and fellow Iraqis alike. The way things are going, it will be as old as this thing before we can drive it safely on the streets of Baghdad again, his mother muttered from the back seat. We are safe while we are living in the green zone, mother, Hatham reassured his elderly parent. Save my foot. We are prisoners in our own country, and that is all we are. She started to rant, which was her favorite pastime. He watched his mother waving her arms as she spoke, emphasizing her argument, and it made him smile. Hatham loved his aging parents dearly, not just because he was their son, but also because they were such honorable people. They always put others first, always thinking of someone else's feelings before their own. That's why the family had remained in Iraq when most of the wealthy people had left like rats deserting a sinking ship. 
We are privileged guests of the interim government, Mother. Outside of the green zone is a nightmare. You should count your blessings, he answered her as he pulled the opal back into heavy traffic. They crawled forward to the Nisur Square, where a traffic cop rushed in front of their car with his hand raised, stopping the traffic. Oh, my word, what is going on now? his mother cried, distressed at being delayed again. I can see a convoy approaching. Hotham craned his neck to see what was happening. I don't see why they have to stop all the traffic for them to pass unhindered. We all have somewhere to be. They are escorting government officials, mother, he answered. He pressed the clutch pedal down, disengaging the gear, but the car still crept forward almost imperceptibly.